Finally. I think everybody under 18 is glad that the evening is here. The evening that is so short before we can unwrap the Christmas presents, right? And maybe there are here also people over 18 who cannot wait that this night passes and that the morning comes and unwrapping the Christmas gifts. So tell me, everybody who wants to tell me, are there Christmas presents under the tree? Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm sure the Christmas decoration is out since Thanksgiving, right? At least in our house it is. And the Christmas decoration is in the stores, I think, since July. I think Hobby Lobby started in July getting it all out. And so, well, we prepared for this one night, this one day to come for over four months. So finally, the time is here. And when we moved from Germany to the United States, my husband and I, we had to get used to the different tradition that you have in America when it comes to Christmas, how to decorate a Christmas tree. So when I visited some people in your houses, there were all those beautiful ornaments different kind of ornaments on the Christmas tree. Not the traditional, there's a ball, and then you have some angels, and it's all looking nice. Now you have those very special ornaments. And when you go into the store, you have an entire wall full of ornaments that you can buy. And even when you go to Disneyland, you can buy an ornament from Disneyland. And all the different kinds. And I'm, I'm sure you fill in the blanks, right? You all have those ornaments that tell you all right, 19-something for the people who are a little bit older, like 12. They remember the time, you know, that is the angel that I bought when we were there, or that ornaments remind me when we spent Christmas with those kind of people. You have certain ornaments that tell you a certain story, right? You all have them hanging on your Christmas tree. And we have also one that shows us which uh, part of the uh, military my husband serves. So we have an army ornament hanging in the Christmas tree, all different kinds. But now let me ask you, do you have a Christmas Easter egg hanging on your Christmas tree? We do? Oh my, my son said, yes, we do. I didn't know. <laughs> so let me ask you, did you put an Easter egg on your Christmas tree? The, so, I will pour one. So, because without Easter, we wouldn't have Christmas. That is something that we should remember tonight. That without Easter, we wouldn't have Christmas. Because this birth would be like any other ordinary birth that people witness. Well, maybe, maybe people would remember that those shepherds came from the fields and were talking about some angels appearing and singing to them, and they would think, oh yeah, these are shepherds alone on the fields, and who knows what they did around the fire, right? We don't even want to go there. So they saw some angels, and then we remember those people coming into town, telling them they followed some star, and you look up, and you think, yeah, there are plenty. <laughs> so I don't know which one you were following. And so maybe those card stories would be remembered, but as fairy tales. Because when we look into our lives, this Christmas is special because of what Jesus did and that he died on the cross. 
and that not only he died on the cross, but that he rose three days later. That's why we remember his birth. Because of the extraordinary things Jesus did, that he gave his life, and that God showed in and through Jesus Christ that death has no toll on us, has no say, and that God is stronger than death. That is why we remember the birth. Because to be honest, nobody will remember my birth when I move on into the Heavenly Father, unless my mom will be still around. Because one thing, I love my mom dearly, but every, every on my birthday, she would share my birth story. And I'm sure some other moms can relate to that, that we like to share those stories. How the most wonderful thing ever happened until our lives came to pass. But to be honest, when I was 12, 13 years old, and she would tell this while my friends were around, that was not fun. <laughs> that was really not fun. But later on, when I became a mom myself, I could appreciate it even more. Because if it would be up to me, I would all tell you how my three births were. But nobody wants to know. But to be honest, my life is an ordinary life. And when my mom moves on, I pass on, nobody really will remember my birth. And so we all will perish, and our birth stories will perish. But Jesus' birth story did not perish because of what he did. And whoever feels comfortable going around on social media, there is a meme going on right now that says, keep Christ in Christmas. Keep Christ in Christmas. Because not of his birth, but want to keep Christ in Christmas, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, forgive the guilty, welcome the unwanted, care for the ill, love your enemies, and do unto others as you would have done unto you. If you want to keep Christ in Christmas, we have to follow Jesus Christ, not only on Easter, not only once in a while, but every day. And on Christmas Eve, we are not only remembering that God became flesh in human form. On Christmas, we are not only remembering and hoping for the second time to come. On Christmas, we especially are getting reminded that between that birth and the second coming, there is this time where we should follow Jesus, where we should get out and find the people who are hungry and thirsty. Hungry and thirsty because they don't have anything on their table. Or hungry and thirsty because injustices are happening to them. Let's find those children who are separated from their families. Let's find the homeless and feed them. Let's find the people who feel that injustice is done unto them and help them. And if we feel that somebody did something to us and we disagree with them and we are hurt, let us forgive them like Jesus forgave us. And if there's somebody that we have a hard time talking to because maybe they are unwanted, they are not like us, let's reach out to them anyways because Jesus Christ reached out to everybody who was around him to share God's love. And if we want to do and treat it 
As Jesus Christ treated others, we should follow his example. So Christmas is this season of love because God loved us first. And because Jesus Christ showed us how this love is translated into action. So on this evening, we are not only remembering a beautiful baby that did this first cry into the night. On this evening, we're getting reminded that this first cry changed the world. And when we look into this eyes of this baby, this eyes will encourage us to follow him. So that on Christmas, we are reminded that this is more than just a birth, an angel, and wise men coming to a stable. That this was the beginning where the world changed. Where the world changed into a better place. And where Christmas not doesn't stop on Epiphany. By the way, Advent season is over. Christmas is starting. It's not an end of Christmas. We have 12 days of Christmas coming till Epiphany. So Christmas doesn't stop on Epiphany. Christmas is every day. And the love that God shared with us, we ought to tra translate and carry over into our everyday life. So I wanted to bring you an Easter egg. But apparently, Easter, even though it is only three months apart, not four months, the stores didn't have Easter eggs yet. So I couldn't bring you one. So I have to ask you, go into your attic or into the garage or wherever you store your Christmas items. Get it out and put an Easter egg on your tree to be reminded that we have Christmas because of Easter. And on Easter, we greet each other, right? With the all traditional Easter greeting. He is risen, he is risen indeed. So this Christmas, I don't want to only say a Merry Christmas to you. I would like to greet you with this all Easter greeting. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Merry Christmas.